everybody, and welcome back to No Good Thing Apart. Well, actually, I should say welcome because this is the first episode. So for the first episode, I just thought I would share a little bit of who I am um, and a little bit of how, well, not a little bit, but basically how I came to Jesus, to know Jesus. So I grew up in a town in Michigan, and that's where I actually came to know Christ. I didn't really grow up in like a, a Christian home. Like I'm my parents believed in God, but we didn't really go to church very often and definitely was not plugged into a church. Um, so I, in high school, I was really, really depressed and I just did not know like where I was going with my life basically. And of course I was only like 16 or 15, 15 or 16 at the time. So I didn't really have to know, but it really stressed me out. And prior to that, I just had a very uh, crazy, sad, not crazy sad, but like, <laughs> I'm making it sound like I'm like, live like such a terrible life. No, like my, I love my parents and we have a good relationship now, but growing up, it wasn't always easy. And, uh, I definitely have a lot of things that I had to work through from that, like just stuff from my childhood. And, um, I hadn't at that point. And so I, when I was a sophomore in high school, I started dating this guy and he was a Christian and I said that I was a Christian, but I didn't even really know what that meant. Um, I was just like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe in God, you know? And I remember, I just remember he always would get so mad at me when I wouldn't capitalize the word God. And I would be like, oh, this guy's so uptight. But now like I get it. And so it's just really funny how like you look back and just your perception has changed. But it's really crazy to me that I came to Christ through the influence of this relationship. So there's a few things that were was going on in my life at that point. So I was, first of all, I was in a CPR first aid class and I needed to get um, like some credits, like volunteer hours to pass this class. And so my sister was like, oh, hey, like I just started going to this church like a couple of years ago and I know that they like can give you volunteer hours through working in the kids ministry. So I was like, okay, cool. And so I go to church with her the first time going to church in like probably like four years. And I partly wanted to go to church because I wanted the volunteer hours. I wanted to talk to like the children's minister. And then also I wanted to like have something to talk about with my boyfriend at the time. And so I like went and I was like, okay, cool. Just like get two things out of the way at once. And Definitely did not go to church for the right reasons the first time. That was, well, that wasn't the first time at church, but like the most, one of the most influential times. So yeah, I walk in there, I go through the service. I'm like, oh, cool. See people raising their hands. I'm like, oh, that's weird, but whatever. Like, okay. Like raising their hands in worship. I didn't understand it. And then after the service, I went, my sister and I went up to the children's director named Cherie and she ended up being a huge impact, making a huge impact on my life later in life. But at this point, she was just, to me, she was just the children's director. And so I walk up to her and I was like, hey, like, I was wondering if I could volunteer for the kids ministry just because I need some hours for CPR and first aid. And she was like, okay, um, how long have you been going here? And I was like, well, today's my first day. And she was like, okay, are you in high school? And I was like, yeah, I'm a sophomore. And so she was like, all right, well, usually with high school students, I want them to be like involved in the youth ministry just so I can talk to the youth pastor, Mark, to kind of get a feel for how they are, just to make sure that they're safe to work with kids and stuff. And I was like, 
okay, yeah, for sure. And on the inside, I was like, dang it. But on the outside, I was just like, calm and collected. And so I was like, okay, great. Now I got to start going to youth group. And like my internal attitude about this, this whole time was just like, well, at least I'll have something to talk about with my boyfriend. Like at least this, at least this, you know, it wasn't like, I wasn't on fire for Jesus at that point. I wasn't even really interested in actually becoming a Christian. I just wanted something to talk about with my boyfriend. Something like, I treated it as if it was like a sports game or something. And then with the CPR class, I wanted ours. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I can go to youth group. But I didn't know anyone in the youth group, so I was kind of scared. And so I was like talking about it on my bus with a couple people. And this girl on my bus, she was like, oh, I have a friend who's, like, pretty involved in the youth group. I can text her and, like, have her get a hold of you. And so I was like, okay, sounds good. And then, so, a couple of days go by and then I get a text um, from this girl named Hannah. And she texted me and she was like, hey, like, uh, so-and-so told me that you're interested in coming to youth group. Like, do you want to come with me? And I was like, sure. And I was like, when is it? It turns out it was like the same exact time as my driver's ed at that time. So I had to go late. And so I couldn't actually like walk in with her. So I walked in the first day of youth group and they're watching the movie, I'm Not Ashamed. And I don't know if you've seen this movie, but it's basically about the Columbine shooting and the perspective from what's her name? I forget her name, but she was like a very strong believer. And it just tells about her story through the, her diary. And so, but I didn't know that at the that point when I first walked in. And so when I walked in, like the scariest and saddest scene is happening when like it's actually happening. And I was so freaked out. I was like, why are they watching this? And then after like watching it for like 10 minutes, I was like, oh, okay, this is like a very, very sad like movie. And then after that, I, um, well, initially I was like, I'm never coming back to this youth group. Like, what are they watching? But then after realizing what it was, I was like, oh, wow, that's really crazy. And I was really moved by that story. And then I got connected with a couple people at youth group. Uh, that's also where I met my now best friend, Olivia, who was the daughter of the children's director that I talked to initially that got me to come to youth group. So it's just really crazy how this all worked out. I ended up living with Olivia and her family. So I ended up living with Cherie, the children's director, during COVID. And, but when I first met her, no idea. Like I had no idea how big of an influence she would make in my life. Um, so sorry, I digress a lot, but it's okay. Um, so after being involved in the youth group for a little bit, I, so my boyfriend who like, I started going to church to like partly get to talk with him more about this. He broke up with me and I was like, what the heck? Like why? Dude, like I just started going to church and stuff. And, um, then he, so yeah, we broke up and at the time I was like so mad I was like this is so ridiculous and I was like okay obviously like God isn't real because if he was like he would have let this relationship work out if I was starting to like be interested in God and I was like no I'm like that's such a stupid train of thought but you know when you're a teenager and you're just being driven by emotions like that's just how you think and so we broke up but I still went to youth group because 
um, I started making friends there and they were all just so welcoming to me and I connected really well with the youth pastor and his wife and his daughter Katie um, and so they all between all that like if I missed a youth group they someone reached out to me you know like it was kind of like I was involved in the youth group I wasn't quite a believer yet and then um, I honestly don't even remember the exact moment that I became a believer I remember I was in my room one night I don't know if it was after a youth group event or something but I was like reading online I was like okay how do you become a Christian? And then I found this website and it told me that I just had to say this prayer and then I'd be a Christian. And so I said the prayer and I was like, okay, I'm a Christian. But then every time that I sinned, I was like, oh no, like I have to say the prayer again. Like that was my mindset. And then very quickly, my youth pastor was like, Sarah, that's not how that works. And then um, after I became a believer, it was just like full force, like just on fire for Jesus. And it was such a beautiful time in my life. And like, I, uh, it's just, there's nothing like it. Like the, like coming to Christ, it's just amazing. And like your eyes are just open to so many things that you didn't realize before. And during that time, it was really hard for me because when I first started high school, I wasn't a Christian. And then like, I became a Christian like junior year. And it was a really big change for me and my life and for my friends around me because you know I was trying to not live the way that I was living with like just how much I was swearing and with how I was talking about people and that kind of thing and I think the biggest part of it was I also was not I was a very new believer and I'm not like saying that this is justified in any way I should have not acted like this but I still was like swearing and I was still um, like gossiping and so I wasn't being a very strong witness but I still like proclaimed Jesus every single day and I think it was really confusing for those around me because I was being such a hypocrite and also the way that I said things was not very good like I am not very good in my words anyways and so funny how I'm on a podcast now but um yeah, it was really hard for people to understand who weren't Christians, especially at that age, because I was, like, just refusing to do, like, I was, I didn't want to do drugs, I didn't want to have sex, I didn't want to um, swear anymore, like, and so it was, yeah, it was hard, and even, like, the music that I listened to, like, I remember one day I was so excited about this song that I found, and one of my friends was like, Sarah, this is trash, but I was like, this is amazing, and it was a Christian song, and at the moment, I was like, how do you not think this is great? But then now looking back on it, like, of course they wouldn't think it's great. Like, it's not their style of music. They're not even a Christian. So why would they even, why, they would not, you know? And I think now I've just grown a lot spiritually, but also just, like, mentally. Like, you know, I was 16 years old, 17, 18, whatever. My brain was just, I was a crackhead, okay? Like, not actually, I didn't actually do crack, but, like, I was like crazy. I swear I had like ADHD or something because I was just bouncing off the walls every second. I like always interrupted people when they talked and I didn't mean to. It was just, I was so excited when I would get so excited, I would get like really like jittery and crazy. And I was like a chihuahua that was like feral. Okay. And now I'm like, I'm still like kind of like that sometimes, but it's not like all the time. And 
I think that I just annoyed a lot of people too, if I'm being honest. And I think people tried to be nice, but I could tell that they were getting kind of annoyed with me. Sometimes I couldn't tell because I was just so like off the walls, like, but now looking back on it, like I would probably be annoyed with me just listening to voices, like not voices, listening to, <laughs> sounds schizophrenic, listening to videos of when I was in high school I was like, ooh, this is so embarrassing. Like, it's like when I was in high school, I had no sense of embarrassment level. It was crazy. I was crazy. Yeah, I probably should have gone to the doctor for that or something, but yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that's basically my story. Oh, well, I guess I should finish because I'm now 22 and that was basically just high school. Uh, After I became a believer, got was very involved in the youth group and the children's ministry, and then I came to college where... I was part, I joined the campus ministry, ended up becoming president of the campus ministry, which is probably the biggest flex of my life because I just never expected to be chosen president for real life. Um, And then that real life is actually where I met my husband and we got married last year. Uh, I lived with a few believers before that. Um, That was fun. And now I'm just kind of vibing. And I, oh, I guess I'm a hygienist now too. But other than that, I'm just trying to live for Jesus and I'm trying to grow for Jesus and learn how to be a better wife and learn how to be a better friend. And yeah, I don't have any kids. We decided that we want to wait a couple of years before we try to have kids. So yeah, I bet that within the next few years of this podcast, I will be announcing some sort of baby, but not right now and hopefully not in the near future (laughs) also i guess i forgot to mention because i have healed from it so much that i and i've also i have a great relationship with my parents now but in high school i also it was hard for me to be at home just because there was a lot of fighting and not physically but like arguing and so i would be gone a lot and i think that's also why i gained such strong relationships with people in my youth group is because I was just, I was with them all the time. And that was really cool that God used that part of my life to help me grow in relationships with others and to draw me closer to him. So it's really, it's really beautiful to look back on just how far God has brought me and just how far his mercies have brought me. And it's, I just, I love Jesus so much and just the what he has done in my life and just seeing how he's worked in others lives too and I'm really excited to have other people on the podcast and maybe have them share some of their stories um like having micro testimonies and as well as like full testimonies micro testimonies just being like a a testimony of a season of life that God has brought you through and then testimony like just being like the full story of how you came to Christ but yeah I I'm really excited for this podcast to continue and I'm really excited to share more episodes and I know that I said that I would shoot for 30 to 40 minutes but it's really hard to talk for that long if I'm being honest. So as much as I'm gonna try to aim for that amount of time please don't get mad at me if I can't hit that time in every single episode. Like I said I'm gonna aim for that and I also wanted to share that there were some things that I didn't really go into detail in my testimony on this episode but I will probably be sharing more throughout the course of this podcast. And 
in some events, like some things have happened to me that is pretty sensitive. And so I'll also give a disclaimer as to like, if it's a sensitive topic of like, we'll be talking about this on this episode. And I will try to leave out the names of different people who may have been involved in different seasons of my life, just out of respect for them. Uh, Even, yeah, like I don't want to be slandering anybody and I don't want anyone to be like, oh, well, this person did this and then have a negative view of them. And, but I still want to share how God has worked in my life. And so I will just avoid sharing the names of people if it's something that has been something hard. So I just wanted to let you guys know that too. If you notice that in future episodes, I'm not sharing specific names. Like there's a reason for that. It's purposeful. I just don't think it's super necessary to share like all of the details. Well, because you can still glorify God with having an idea of what happened and some things you do go a little bit more in depth with. And so I just want to be respectful to those who uh, may have caused certain things to occur in my life, but maybe didn't even notice it, know it, or um, they have grown from that. I don't want to put them in a box and then have people who listen to my podcast have a negative view of them. So with that being said, thank you for listening to the first episode. This is just one of many. On the next episode, I will be having a guest speaker and maybe see if you can guess who it is. Uh, it's not anyone famous, so you probably won't be able to guess them, but they're still really special. So I will be posting every two weeks. So on Thursday, two weeks from now, you will get another episode from me. So thank you for joining. And yeah, I hope that this episode has, um, blessed you in some way and has brought you encouragement in your walk with Christ. And I will see you again in two weeks. Bye, guys.